Beyond Infinity. Welcome to Beyond Infinity, Piers Cunningham and John Young with you. John, I thought I'd mention China's Beidou system. Now, this is a network of satellites that work together to provide location data to people's phones, for example. It's one of the main uh, uses of GPS these days if you're driving along and using a map. And and just the fact that I defaulted back to using the term GPS, well, I should say GPS is an American-owned system. It's been around for decades, uh, the Global Positioning System. And there are also other ones as well out there. Russia has a thing called GLONASS, and the European Union has a a global positioning system-like system called Galileo. So there are different ones out there. The reason why they've been developed separately is because ultimately because with the American GPS system, it is older. The accuracy is is not as good as as some newer technologies achieve, including the the Chinese Beidou system. But also there have been examples of where uh, during conflicts, during armed conflicts and, and war, that the, the service has been switched off because the yeah. Americans actually run by the America as America's Space Force, that new newly created branch of the American military that uh, was created by the Trump administration a couple of years ago. That means that in the event of a, a conflict, the Americans could choose to switch off that service to an enemy who yeah, might also if, be relying on it. If there was a, a rocket they wanted to launch, obviously China or, or you know another country to America, why would America allow them to use their uh, their GPS system? They could just switch it off and then and stop the um, the rockets from using GPS. So you know, obviously it's not about all about war and military, but plenty of countries do want to protect themselves, and they would then therefore need to have their own systems in this being one of them yeah so they sort of see it as a you know strategically important capability to have and china's obviously come a long way in the last 25 years it's actually been developing its own baidu system since the early 2000s and it's gone through different iterations so there was the first generation which was smaller and only covered china's borders and was really designed just for for sort of chinese use and then it's expanded and the most recent iteration the third iteration of of the beidou navigation satellite system actually does provide global coverage for timing for navigation it offers an alternative to russia's glonass europe's galileo and america's gps now it does supposedly offer even more accuracy as well than the the GPS down to a finer resolution. But what happens with the GPS is the American military kind of gets one version of it, which actually provides even even more uh, accuracy. You know, if you're using GPS on your phone, say you're standing on an intersection, which you can see on a map, you'll, you'll notice the dot may not be exactly where you're standing. It might be out a little bit. And similarly, if you're driving along in your car, they're giving you watered-down accuracy, essentially. Now, the Chinese do the same thing. So the best version of Beidou is only available to the Chinese military and the CCP, the Communist Party of China, that runs the place. So uh, everyone else gets a, a watered-down version of that with less accuracy. There's nothing unusual about that. That's the same with GLONASS. That's the same with GPS. And I would imagine it's the same with Europe's Galileo system. Interestingly, in this time of stretched relations with China, shall we say, tracking stations around the world work in with these satellite networks. Now, with the uh, Beidou system, they're in geosynchronous orbit. They get more accuracy and finer detail and more reliability of, of accuracy 
if they have ground stations to support them. And through a Swedish contract, Beidou was actually getting access to a West Australian tracking station. Right. And I believe that they are going to lose that access to this WA strategic space tracking station when the current contract expires. And I think that's fairly soon in in coming months. Mm -hmm. Without that ground ground station support, as I said, the geolocation capability loses accuracy. So I I don't know whether that's, you know, a deliberate thing that's happened as a part of a sort of an Australian government policy to not have Chinese access to that Australian-based ground station or it's just a, a natural contract that's expired. Anyway, I mean, it really is a sign of the times that that China now has this capability, and obviously, it does have military applications, not just for people's phones and for you know driving around and knowing where you are on Google Maps or an equivalent map service. I'm not sure whether China is covered by Google Maps, but I'm sure they've got their own system which which uh, their own population can access in China. But the uses also extend beyond that to guiding missiles, as you mentioned before, knowing where your fleet is. And I believe that the closest version to what the Chinese military, the PLA, use, which is that higher res version, is granted only to Pakistan's military. Oh, yeah. So uh, they're, they're, uh, you know, they're considered by China to be enough of an ally to have access to the better service. So, so is this also uh, GPS for you know, everyday cars, people uh, and phones? Or are we more sort of the commercial applications and, and military applications for these? It's, it's, the, whole, it's the whole lot. Yeah. It's, it's trying to be, it's, it's literally direct competition. I think uh, back in the, I think back in even, going back as far, back as, far as the 80s, it was recognised by leadership in China that they, and, and elsewhere in the world, this is not specific to China, that they didn't want to have reliance on the American GPS system. Mm. The Americans were the first to have it and they still control it. And it's really for the same reason that, that Russia's developed its GLONASS system and uh, Europe has developed its Galileo system. So there's not really that unusual about this. According to the China Daily in 2015, so five years old, this information, but 15 years after the satellite system was launched, that earlier iterations of it since been upgraded substantially, it was generating a turnover of $31.5 billion per annum, that's in US dollars, for major companies such as China Aerospace Science and Industry Corporation, Auto Navi Holdings, and China North Industries Group Corporation. So there's a commercial side to it. The services are on-sold. And so this area of of satellite technology is a a really lucrative one. Mm. And a lot of money has been spent by all players and countries and and corporations around the world to get involved in this and to have a stake at the table. So China's very much achieved that now. So the, the 35th and, and the final satellite of Beidou 3, the third iteration of the technology, was launched into orbit on the 23rd of June in 2020. And it's believed that this could, can potentially reach millimetre level accuracy with post-processing. Wow. So a very accurate, powerful technology there that the Chinese have developed. I assume and, it's also got some, uh, you know, some monitoring capabilities on people as well. I mean, we know that they, uh, you know, utilise a lot of cameras to, to to monitor their citizens. So I assume that this will also monitor the GPS within a, a device as well to be able to track people and see, you know, movement around the country or surrounding areas. 
Yeah, look, I think that's true. I mean, it's true of any of, of any um, well, any nation. Uh, I'm sure that, that owns it. Yeah, yeah. Any, any locations, any system that's you know that allows you the capability of GPS, and it's like naming a brand without even noticing it. Mm. You know, we're so used to talking about phones, uh, certainly in Australia, and and I imagine elsewhere as well. We just sort of say, oh yeah, we're using. I'm using GPS on my phone to to use Google Maps, but in fact, GPS is just one of of several systems that work. Now, I, I assume that there is some. There's some overlap. Say you find yourself in a place on the earth where you don't have access to America's GPS, the phone may switch to using an alternative network of satellites to provide you the same service that GPS is doing. You know, there is some degree of, of cooperation between these companies, but I guess it's it's about in the instance of, of a war developing, that's when countries or would be not sharing their, their detailed uh, information of, of location and, and, and the like mm. with their adversaries. Mm. You know, for, for in peacetime, I think there's a fair amount of cooperation between these different systems. It's something that's a little, been a little bit con- controversial for Apple because Apple sells a lot of its phones in China. Not so long ago, it, it emerged that, um, that these phones uh, were actually using data from China's Baidu uh, satellite system so that the, the phones that were being sold in China um, are capable of, of using this geolocation system. You know, there was some pressure from US authorities to, to change this because they sort of said, well, that's, you know, we're a rival of China's. We don't want your phones using their system. Now, I think they got a, quite a bit of pushback from Apple saying that, you know, we, we, would, we would lose uh, sales of our phones and our devices in China, which is a, a very important market for Apple, if they didn't mm-hmm. use the Beidou system. Mm-hmm. And also, similarly, if they, if they didn't use WeChat as an app available to people who buy iPhones in China. There was pressure from uh, US authorities to say, oh, well, we don't think you should be running that on, on your products. Mm. Well, again, it is available because that's what that's what people use in China. What WeChat, uh, as we've discussed on the program before, is a, is a hugely popular social media thing and, and also a, a way of doing e-commerce and all, all sorts of different applications around that application that runs on smartphones. Mm. So, you know, there can be sort of, there can be some, you know, strategic questions that come up about this. Certainly, the iPhone 11 models use Beidou as part of its location data system. As we see some of the global powers deciding to be more internal, I mean, we've we've seen America withdraw from the you know the global scene and, and look more uh, inside with with Trump as their president. Maybe that will change with you know President Elect Biden. You know, China itself is always looking after China and and being very introspective there. So I wonder what that means for these kind of systems. If if China has the power to basically sort of turn off people in the surrounding area in terms of GPS, and those people are maybe blocked or can't access an, a, another system, and, you know, what happens to them? China then yeah. continues to have that advantage and grows uh, again from that advantage. Or, you know, potentially they're, they're sol- being very selective on, on who can access or not access certain things. I mean, I know w- when you're in China, it can be difficult to gain access Access to a lot of uh, you know Western websites uh, or social media websites without a VPN, a face, yeah, that's Facebook right. I mean, and Twitter and YouTube are banned and that sort of thing. And so that's right. Well, the great the great firewall of China. Exactly. Yep. So potentially, you know, should there be adversaries uh, or, or people they think are adversaries that are within China and they're currently accessing this new Baidu system for GPS and, and navigation because it could be found out. Well, you've got a particular account on your phone or a particular model of phone, or we know that you this 
particular phone itself is from outside of China, they could decide just to turn that off. And all of a sudden, you know, you're very lost in a foreign country or in their country, a bit more dystopia type uh, thoughts. But, you know, we know with with the way that uh, some countries, particularly China, are, are moving is, is very much take care of yourself and take over others. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know whether you could actually stop so say say you denied for for whatever reason you you you're able to deny the use of the of the Baidu system to an area or to a particular organisation or an individual uh, to their devices so that so you know they didn't have the use of that uh, the example that I have heard of where it's been used deliberately was apparently in and I'm sure it's happened more in other on other occasions but in 1990 in the first Gulf War when Saddam Hussein invaded Kuwait and the Americans intervened and, and forced him out. There was a time during that when they were looking for a particular individual in the desert in, in the Middle East, and there was some reason why they, they didn't want the, the person they were looking for to have use of the GPS network, but they wanted to use it themselves. The only way they could do that then was to turn off the whole world. Oh, right. So for about, a, for about an hour in 1990, uh, and as I said, this is just one example of it, they turned off the whole network to suit, them, to suit their own military purposes. Mm. But it may be possible now to, to be much more targeted in the way that you, you deny service to someone because all these, these networks, whether it's you know the Russian GLONASS or, or Galileo or, or GPS, uh, they are all by do. They are, they are international. They're, they're covering the whole planet. There may be some areas where they've got less coverage. I know that the, the way that the satellites are in orbit, the positioning of the satellites in orbit for China means that they don't necessarily have 100% global coverage, whereas the other systems do have 100% global coverage. But again, there is a, a so-called firewall, the, the great firewall that, that blocks out social media, things like Facebook and Twitter, heavily censored in China. If the authorities decided to turn off Beidou in China, then maybe using a VPN-like system, you, you would be able to access other other GPS services. Mm. So Apple, and, and this, they were talking about their iPhone 11, but I assume this applies to the iPhone 12 as well. They did say publicly that um, iPhone 11 models use Beidou as part of its location data system. But they also have access to the American GPS system, which is operated free of charge by the Department of Defense through the U.S. Space Force, the Global Navigation Satellite System, GNSS. And GNSS includes coverage from GPS, the Russian Global Navigation Satellite System, GLONASS, and Beidou. So there's a lot of overlap. Mm, mm. So I think that what you'd find is that... If you rejected from uh, one, you'd be shifted to it. Yeah, you'd yeah. probably find that you've got it elsewhere. But, you know, look, in this, in the world that we're in now, unfortunately, these sort of distinctions are becoming a bit more important. There are certainly examples of countries that, that China is, is seeking to help out where they previously may not have had much in the way of GPS service. There are countries that are being offered Beidou as a, as a great solution for... The, the benefits that go with smartphone positioning information. There's examples of countries in Africa and, and the developing world which haven't haven't had that much use of uh, of GPS up until now, and 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 China's sort of stepped in and said, okay, here here try our Beidou system. We'll set up a ground station to give even more accurate navigation services to you, and they're often getting it for free. Mm -hmm. So it's it's one of those sort of ways that that China can spread influence to different parts of the world. I thought it was interesting that this has become a, a very, very big market, very lucrative market, and it's part of the competition that's going on in space. You know, it's and it's not just limited to that. You know, whether it's whether it's China landing. In fact, I think they've they've just re they've recently 
taken off from the far side of the moon with a spacecraft with lunar rock samples. It'll be the first time that rock samples have been taken from the far side of the moon uh, and the plan is to return them back to China. This is something that only America and Russia were able to do in the 1960s and 70s. Obviously, the Americans got most of because they had people there who were able to get, you know, choose samples and bring back lots of them. But the Russians did it. Now the Chinese are doing it. So it's part of the new space race mm. that's going on. Mm-hmm. Launching of you know fleets of satellites that do all different things. The other thing that China's been doing with satellites is they've been testing satellite destroying technology with uh, satellites that can actually hunt down and take out rival satellites. Oh, right. I mean, that might be something that would happen in the event of a conflict. Uh, one of the best things you can do would be to shut down your enemy's communications ahead of time and keep your own going. You know, all these things. Let's hope that this, hope that, that you know, it doesn't come to this. These are all potentially things that are happening and they do rely on uh, mastery of satellite technology mm. as evidenced by, uh, by Beidou. According to Chinese state media, Beidou-related services such as port traffic monitoring and disaster mitigation have been exported to about 120 countries. Many of those countries involved in the Belt and Road Initiative, uh, which has been spearheaded by uh, President Xi Jinping to create a modern-day Silk Road of trade and investment. Thailand and Pakistan were the first uh, foreign countries to sign up for Beidou services back in 2013. Uh, within China, more than 70% of mobile phones were Beidou-enabled as of 2019, according to state media reports, including models made by Huawei, Oppo, Xiaomi, Vivo and Samsung. Shares in satellite-related companies have been going up by very large amounts since the completion of the Beidou 3 system in June 2020. Thanks for listening. We'd love for you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.